How are you doing, guys? We're back with another interesting stuff. The almost daily homeschool educational supplement where we dive into a topic which is usually not on people's radars. And today we will be looking at how children played in classical times. So why is this fascinating? Well, I love toys. Don't you love toys? I love tinkering about with things and playing to see what I can learn. And as such, sometimes I think of myself as maybe just wasting a little bit of time here and there, but other times I think of myself as a a little bit of a scientist seeing what is going to happen if I do a certain thing a certain way. And that's what I love about play. I love the experimentation and just not knowing what's going to happen next and using the imagination to make everything possible. Don't you love it too? And you know what? We all have some favorite toy. You know, I'm just looking at my shelf over there and I've got um, got a Rubik's Cube there, got a couple of Lego figures, got a few dice, uh, there's a few cuddly toys. Um, <laughs> ah, craziness, craziness around here. Anyway, so what was your favorite toy when you were a kid? I'm sure you had one, right? My favorite toy was a rocking horse, I think, when I was very young. One day, we passed it on to somebody else, and I remember crying, standing at the door crying as uh, the car containing the rocking horse drove away. But we have to learn to let go of things and pass things on from time to time. Then as I got older, maybe my bikes, because they gave me some freedom to travel and have a little adventure. But everybody's got something, right? Maybe a car, maybe a doll, maybe a bear, maybe a game. I'm pretty sure everybody's got something that they love. So how did this work in the ancient world? Well, much as today, parents considered play a vital part of preparation for later life. They made sure that their children had plenty of toys. Probably not quite as many as today, but... um, quite a few for sure. And many of these toys were things like tops, yo-yos, hoops, kites, balls, bats, even swings, things that are really still familiar with people today. You know, I also wonder, I wonder if they had things like maybe skateboards, maybe some crazy kid, some crazy inventor somewhere had figured, put these wheels on this board and put this board and maybe this board could go down a hill and Yeah, but I imagine it was probably pretty bumpy, right? Unless you were rich and had some sort of marble floor in a house or something. It was was probably lots of cobblestones uh, everywhere. And so I guess that would have made it difficult. But anyway, interesting thought, right? So way back in the days of classical times, older children would play all sorts of games. One of the favorite ones was called Knucklebones or Astragoli. It was a game much like the present-day game of jacks. I'm not sure if you know that. I'll try to explain it. Um, The game was particularly popular with Roman girls. They would use bones made from real bone, terracotta, glass, ivory, bronze, silver, or brass. And how it worked? Well, in the game, players threw five pieces of bone into the air and caught as many as they could on the back of their hand. 
any pieces that dropped had to be picked up without dropping those already on the hand. So it was a game of nerves. Boys in general preferred a game today called Mora in Italy, in which two competitors each held up a hand at the same time, showing a number of fingers. The first to call out the correct total won the round. Scoring was done with a notched stick, which the boys held between them. Each time a player won, he grasped the stick a notch higher. Another game, Bronze Fly, was like blind man's buff. A child was blindfolded and spun round and round. The other children stood round the blindfolded child and threw thin strips of papyrus, a kind of paper, at him until he caught one of them. The player who threw the strip that was caught then had to take his turn in the center. One more game that was popular was called Cooking Pot. One child sat in the center of a circle of others who prodded and jeered at him while he tried to touch them with his foot. The child he touched had to take his place. Sounds a bit like fun, doesn't it? Now, the games weren't just all physical. There were also board games. Sometimes whole families got together for long sessions. One popular game was called Senate, played on a rectangular board. It's a bit similar to the modern game of backgammon. And, you know, I always played chess when I was a kid. I never played backgammon, which was kind of interesting because chess was usually on one side of the board and backgammon was the other. But for some reason, I never learned to play it. Ah, the things we never did. Ah, there's still time. Always time. Anyway, the game Senate was played by Egyptians from all walks of life. Even royalty enjoyed the game as well. And one famous wall painting from the 13th century BC shows Queen Nefertari playing the game in her court. Roman children also naturally shared their parents' passion for chariot racing. Young boys drove carts often harnessed to dogs, or if they couldn't find dogs, they used sheep, goats, and even geese. And I imagine if there were no animals, they probably harnessed it to each other. Because boys are boys, right? Dolls were also extremely popular for younger children throughout the ancient world. Roman girls played with rag dolls or carved wooden dolls with movable limbs. These could be very detailed and were often dressed in fashionable clothes. In Greece, dolls were molded from terracotta and painted. You know, it's interesting, as I contemplate this subject, I'm realizing that a lot of what we have in the modern world is just a recreation of what we had in the past. There's really not much new that we haven't had at some point before. Quite interesting, really. Now, although Roman children, like any others, enjoyed playing games together, there was also the competitive spirit, which could cause tempers to flare and fights to break out. It was often said that children could be found pulling each other's hair and screaming and shouting, and in the worst case scenario, getting into fistfights. Yep, so in some senses, absolutely nothing has changed. But games were not just for kids. Grown-ups also often got involved. And they also had their own grown-up games as well. At the end of drinking parties, ancient Greeks sometimes played the simple game of kotobos, where players flicked the remains of their wine from their wide-brimmed cups competing to hit a specified object. <laughs> I wonder if it was an object or a person they were trying to hit. All sounds a bit silly, really. But then silly can also be fun, right? 
you can just imagine them all sitting around the table flicking their wine at each other and it all getting very messy and out of control very quickly. Because sometimes adults are just big children. Anyway, that's it about the ancient world. So what have you done recently? What have you played with? Have you played a game? A board game? Video game, maybe? I played with Lego yesterday. It's such a classic. You're never too old to build something new, I think, with that stuff. And... Um, you know, I never have a plan. I just sort of pick up the bricks and stick them together and see what comes out at the end. And it's nice to use the classical toys sometimes. We need to remember that there's more out there than computer and video games, although they can be fun too. I even played Roblox yesterday, which is a sort of digital Lego-like adventure game or a, or a game with lots of mini-games in it. Um, you know, if you're a kid, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you're an adult, ask your kids to explain it to you, right? It's interesting. Anyway, and remember that these games that are for kids are actually built and made by adults a lot of the time. I think people forget that. There's a huge industry behind the games that are put out there. But that's probably for another presentation on another day. So as a final note, remember that we can learn a lot from games about winning, about losing, about friendship, about challenge, about patience, and so much more. So dive in and see what you can learn. That's it for today. Thank you very much for tuning in to Interesting Stuff. I hope this was something new for you. If you'd like something different, drop me a line. Let me know about a topic that you'd like me to cover, and I will try to cover it. Remember, there's always a few comprehension questions under the video. And that's it for today. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, have a good one. Take care.